Hello, All Beard Inside listeners. Here's the audio from our newest YouTube episode. If you like this episode or the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, or many of the other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask you to rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Our Capital Region adventures continue, and today we've traveled to Saratoga Springs, and joining me is Kurt co-owner, and Ben, a director of sales of Artisanal Brewers. All right. Good. Thanks for, ha- thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting us talk to you about Artisanal Brewers. Uh, honestly, you guys are one of my favorites in the capital region, so it's All right. I'm very happy I got to do this. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've sung your praises in Montreal many a times. <laughs> <laughs> we like to hear that. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, who is Artisanal Brewers? Uh, I guess the way I would describe us is that... Uh, we're not afraid to try new things, push the limits, but we also, you know, do like to make classic styles, and we like yeah. to have a huge variety that appeals to um, a wide range of demographics. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're all about having fun with it, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. not fun. You're not going to love what yeah. you do, right? That's right. Absolutely. Well, let's try one of these uh, beers you're talking about. You brought right. me a tasty-looking flight here of beers. What am I starting with? I'd probably start with a light lager. Okay. Yeah, think? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, because we also have the restaurant, we get a lot of people to come in. They want something light and crisp. So we wanted to make sure that there's something that's just nice and easy for refreshment with some food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. 4% ABV. Light, crushable summer yeah. beer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or any time beer, really. But. Yeah. And when people are in, we offer it with or without a little splash of lime juice. Yeah. Ooh. It's, uh, I think you said Italian style, or is this? No. So no, this, light this is our light lager. It's just, uh, yeah, just crispy. Craft style uh, version also awesome. the American macros. Uh, as we do, toast. Uh, for those watching, it is early in the morning and these gentlemen have to work. <laughs> Not so much me, so. <laughs> so I noticed on your website, one of your mission statements is building a community where everyone feels welcome. Why is, why is that so important to Artisanal Brewworks as, as your community? I want people to come in here and feel, feel at home, feel comfortable to you know, do they want to sit inside? Do they want to sit outside? Do they want to listen to music? Do they want to sit by the woods? They can go for a hike. They can, pretty soon we'll have a biking trail. You know, it's just a spot where, uh, you know, if, if you wanted uh, to meet with, um, you know, a community group, you can come here and do that. Um, we don't want people to feel like, you know, we're uptight. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that environment. Um, so, you know, we try and make everything a lot of light. Um, high ceilings, um, the outside's got a lot of nice seating in the shade, there's sun available, you can sit by the woods, it's just, yeah. It's pretty unique where you guys are, because like, car dealership, something mini mall on the side, and then you guys are in the back. What what kind of made you pick this location in 2016? Just because it's so close to the woods. Okay. And there's, so there's, um, you know, we wanted to have a big outside space, uh, that was real important for us, um, So we, and we have a huge patio. Um, actually, I call it the Nature's Edge Terrace to make it sound fancy, but it's really just a big patio. But then there's a you know, big grass area, and it ties in right, right we're right uh, along a forest, and it, it's uh, you know forever wild. It ties into uh, um, many, many miles of mountain biking, hiking trails, yep. and that was really attractive. And there's a lot more mountain biking trails going in. Um, all just just up the road, there's going to be a, a really a destination spot for mountain biking, and uh, we're working on putting in a spur right here that'll tie into those trails. So 
Um, you know, it was, it was that ability to be more than just a brewery or a restaurant, that it can be a destination for whatever interests you. You want to listen to live music, you want to, you want to sit outside, you want to go for a hike and grab a beer after, you want just food. But, you know, a lot of places, you know, they're really good at beer, they're really good at food, they're good at both of those, but then what else is it beyond that? And, and we wanted to be beyond that because we're not in downtown Saratoga. We need to, we need to draw people away from downtown and uh, give them a reason to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys are a decent little distance from SPAC, which is, I know a lot of Montreal host travel to see shows at SPAC, so. Yeah. yeah. It's... And actually in 2016, we started over by SPAC. Yes. Okay. So we moved into this location about two years ago. Yes. We started, it was a much smaller space. It was still off the beaten path, but uh, we wanted a spot with easy parking and yeah, our connection to the you know, to the nature mm -hmm. right here, kind of a little bit secluded and uh, just a, a good spot to offer us a, the ability to do a lot of different things. Yeah, our former location, um, which was by SPAC, <laughs> um, did have an, a decent outside area, but um, there wasn't any hiking or biking into that available. Uh, and the big, the big kicker was that we couldn't do food at all. Okay. And then the, uh, the city of Saratoga Springs, they changed their minds as far as us being able to have food trucks after about year three. And uh, they said we could no longer do all the things that we had permits to do, <laughs> which makes perfect sense. Um, obviously, um, being facetious on that. But yeah. uh, so that, that was kind of like the, the we, we got the unwelcome mat rolled out to us by the, the city of Saratoga. And we're like, well, that clearly, you know, we, we wanted to have food and that was important for us. Yeah. So we knew we had to move. And so when our lease expired, we, we headed over to Wilton. And, and where we're at now is business friendly. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just really nice. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good happy hour spot. You do seem to have quite the thoroughway of traffic uh, on oh, yeah. the road yeah. there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a busy is, road. This is one of the big residential like concentrations in the Saratoga area. You know, mm -hmm. there's tons of new developments popping up, and really isn't a lot of kind of casual spots. I mean, there's a couple of really great restaurants up the road, mm -hmm. um, but they're you know a little a little fancier, a little higher price. So you know, having a spot here for all the the locals. To have it just a you know casual beer after work or come in for a quick bite or listen to live music, it's, it's nice. I mean, I live right up the road, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty convenient. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that work, so you said you moved two years ago here, prime pandemic. Yeah. How did that? I mean, you must have been ripping out your hair and freaking. Yeah, it. I can't even imagine. Yeah, just uh, you know, you just have to roll with the punches. Yeah. Uh, being in the craft beer industry. Um, and all the things that have changed over the last seven years that we've been around, you know, you just, you have to be able to pivot yeah. and constantly evolve, you know, whether it's your product, uh, whether it's your location and what you offer, uh, you've just got to be on your toes and nimble. Yeah. So did, did the state of New York allow home delivery? Like were you guys able to yeah. set up yeah, online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, nice they, actually. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they reversed course on, uh, cause it used to be, there was basically no alcohol delivery and yeah, yeah that, they opened that up pretty quickly, so canned business was booming. And that allowed us to keep most of our staff on. Um, anyone that wanted to stay on, like bartending staff, mm -hmm. um, during the pandemic, like they were, they stayed on and they were delivery people. And then, um, you know, we were brewing like crazy. We couldn't, we couldn't make beer fast enough. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Yeah. People did yeah. not stop <laughs> drinking. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's. I read there was some countries in the world where like they cut off alcohol completely. 
and living thankfully living in Canada or North America we're very lucky it's like yeah. no 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 this is essential people <laughs> need people need a beer like the world yeah. is on fire people need a beer or yeah, a craft yeah, beverage yeah. or a yeah. cider it's <laughs> so they say people drink in good times and people drink in yeah. bad times for yeah. sure so it was it was wild i mean i don't think you guys in new york had quite the lockdowns we did in quebec but uh it's still it, it was crappy so yeah, yeah. yeah it was don't good. don't wish that again upon at no, least gosh. the next Oh yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. once in once in a generation. That's fine. That's yeah. seems to be on on path for one every hundred years or so. so. Yeah, yeah, it's off that my bucket list. Not fun. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get a little more uh, levity here. Uh, who's the hoppy bearded logo gentleman? That is your logo. Uh, it's more just a, a concept. Okay. You know, a lot of brewers have have uh, beards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the concept. Is we wanted someone with a beard. I have glasses, so we thought, oh, I'll make them look a little hip by putting glasses on. And, uh, and we, we were playing around with different logos when it was, you know, Artisan Brooks was just a concept. And uh, we started out with just a beard, but it just kind of looked like, originally it was going to look like hair. And it kind of looked like an ink splotch. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, we need to give it context. So you put glasses on it, it gave it context, and you could envision a face. And that we really liked. And then uh, a friend of mine had suggested instead of like a regular looking beard, make it a hot beard. And I was like, that's just brilliant. And then we did that, and it was, it was a no-brainer. And the rest is history. It seems to work. I mean, yeah. it is, you know, the bearded gentleman is the craft beer drinker. Yep. So yeah. it, it just it fits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it supplies me with a never-ending stream of, are you the guy? <laughs> yeah. No, I just happen to have the same beard and same yeah. glasses. And I've only been here a couple of years. I've been around almost. Or, <laughs> or the customer that comes in and, Look, it's me. <laughs> yeah, we did the logo after you, exactly. Well, you even have the little setup in the back where people can take the picture with yep. it, which is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like that. It's, you know, your classic, just stick your head through here. And yeah. It's your image. So, uh, One of your other mottos I noticed on the website is constant innovation, experimentation, and yep. never settling. Yep. Why that, why that motto? Why that through way, in a sense? For me, personally, it came from being a competitive athlete for years and years, and... You know, you're never as good as you can be. You're always working at it. And, I, you know, that just kind of follows through in, in our products. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, this, this tastes really good, but can we make it better? Like, there's got to be something that you can do better. And it, it might not necessarily be the big, the big tweaks have, are done a long time ago. And usually that's, you, you don't have to make big tweaks. It's just the finesse. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're always learning new ways to make IPAs better. Little just and it's all little things, but they all add up to making it to where you release an IPA and it tastes like in the past when we do an IPA release, it'd be great, but it'd be a little a little spicy. And uh, you know, after week one or week two, then it'd be like this great juice bomb. And now what we're releasing the first day tastes like our IPAs used to do after two weeks. So you know, just you're just constantly evolving. Yeah, I, I, it just sounds like. The whole chemistry of brewing is just yeah. numbers and getting things and yeah. measuring out and yeah. I'll, I'll just drink it and spend my money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. It's a lot of science, but it's it's art too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's learning timings and you know you can put the same ingredients together in a beer a bunch of different times and make little timing changes or temperature changes and it's vastly different. So yeah, lots of tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's number two I got here? I believe that is Total Darkness. Total Darkness. So that's, yeah. a, that's a beer we originally only brewed in the, the colder winter months, but we had so much demand for it because it's, it's actually shockingly light. It's 5%. It 
easy drinking. Kind of in the vein of, I think, Guinness. Ours uh, on draft is on nitro. Okay. So, yeah, just smooth. So, uh, dry Irish stout in a sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And we try and make it so that it's not, doesn't have the burnt toast flavor. Okay. I, don't, I don't know about you, but... I don't like burnt toast, and I don't know why you'd want to have a stout taste like burnt toast, so, yeah. so we don't do that. <laughs> so you mentioned burnt toast. As Canadians, we all know uh, we had a, a PSA about the first ever brain surgery, and, uh, and a woman would have seizures because she would smell burnt toast. So whenever we hear the word burnt toast, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. every single Canadian thinks of that Canadian heritage commercial, which cost us a million dollars back in the day, but it's like... We all make the joke, we're like, burnt toast, I smell burnt toast. <laughs> Uh, toast. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Ooh, yeah. Tasty. Tasty, tasty, tasty. Yeah, it's good mouthfeel. Ooh. Yeah, no, like the malt doesn't overpower anything else. Yep. I it's nice and balanced. There's maybe the slightest hint of coffee, but yeah. Yeah. it's coffee, so slight. Chocolatey. Mm -hmm. We also think that style is good for kind of getting away from, a lot of people conflate the color of a beer with how strong mm -hmm. or how intense it's going to be. We're showing that, yeah, I mean, it's a dark beer, but it's super light and super smooth. Yeah, no, it's incredibly tasty. And the fact that you're making this year-round, it is it is kind of a lie where, oh, stouts are only for the winter yeah. and only for St. Patrick's Day. It's like, no, it should be available all the time. Yeah. We, we brewed it in the summer from yeah. customer demand. We yeah. had it, it ran out, and they're like, when are you brewing it again? We need it. I know, uh, like, white stouts are becoming popular during the summer and uh, oh, yeah, yep. there's like summer stouts people are making now, like fruity stouts. It's it's crazy huh. like <laughs> what brewers can do. It blows yeah. my yeah. mind. Yeah. We, we make some crazy stouts in the winter, but yeah. Uh, when you moved to this location, did you always have the beer garden there or was it in mind and then solely? Yeah, we, we did. We just improved it. We've been okay. you know, adding to it, put in some posts and some rope to, to show where the perimeter is and uh, you know more furniture. This year we added um, a last... Late fall, we added the lighting, so it's kind of like a traditional beer Ooh. garden with that classic um, uh, lighting. Uh, but uh, this year, we added the sunshade, so that makes it really nice. Yeah. Because before we had tables that had the umbrellas, but you know, depending on which way the sun's <laughs> coming at you, yeah, it messes it up. So you got you know the, the sun sunshades are they're twenty by twenty nine. They're huge, and I get two of those. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in the afternoon, when the sun's the way the sun goes down, it um, it hits the, the the forest and creates natural shade. So yep. you have options now. Where before it was like no one was sitting outside because you were baking in the sun. Yeah, this, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's way better. As a uh, self-proclaimed uh, pale Irish ghost, I burn very easily. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, I hear uh, you, man. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> so yeah, the shade's nice. How long is roughly your beer garden season, or you just try and keep it open all year long? Yeah, uh, you know, through October it's strong, and then once November hits, is where we kind of typically get cold and rain. Um, but if it's nice out, people go out. Mm -hmm. But we'll keep it open as long as we can, and then. Uh, during uh, December, we'll go cut a tree down from the woods, and it's kind of like a huge Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll put that up, and so that's that's a fun thing to see. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it it was really interesting to see is um, what happens this year when we've got the mountain biking trail because there's the fat mountain bikers 
Fat, you know, they have the fat tire. Yeah, yeah, those fat tires. Yeah. yeah, I see people riding those in the snow in Quebec during the winter, yeah. and I'm like, why don't you get enough exercise? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. all the snow shoveling. Yeah. And it's, yeah. little, it's some like the highest amount of sudden heart attacks are because of after snowstorms, people who just aren't used to exercising or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming you guys get some half decent snow like we do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're only three hours north, right? So yeah. it's yeah. It nails us yeah, too. We, yeah, we we get hit. We've had a couple two foot in a day type of things, you know. Because you're kind of like a, almost like a valley because of where you are, right? Because you have the Adirondack, more Adirondack mountains this way, and then Catskills that way, kind of. Yeah, we're kind of at the top of the Hudson River yeah. Valley. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we get a, a decent chunk, but it gets tempered sometimes. Yeah. Do you guys, with the beer garden, do you guys do an Oktoberfest at all? Is that maybe We're going to do one this year, yes. Okay, so Ab- your first one. Absolutely, yeah. And then will there, coming onto the food menu, will there be, you know, the pret- classic pretzels, bratwurst, yeah, well, stuff I, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, well, well definitely. Awesome. Marzen on tap, maybe? Or oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's already in the planet phase, and that's yeah. coming soon. We are yeah. ready. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the food menu, what food do you serve in here? And then along with that, are there food and beer pairings, or it's just wild, wild west when it comes to selecting your beer and then your food? Yeah, so we actually just got a new chef um, two weeks ago, okay. um, and she's uh, from Jamaica, so she's making just amazing food. Yeah, it's um, killer. And our... our <laughs> Our menus currently, we're, we're working on what, what we want to serve and figure, you know, we have a smaller kitchen and so there's some limitations there. So, um, you know, sure we'd love to make everything, but you know, there's, there's logistics that we have to keep in mind. So that's what we're trying to work through right now. But, um, you know, jerk chicken, jerk pork, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. That's too bad we're leaving here before lunch. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's very much a, like a comfort food vibe, you know, nothing super heavy, but just kind of stuff that'll warm you up and warm you up in the winter or that you can keep, keep it as light or heavy as you want in the, in the summertime. But yeah. I was just on the website, like pretty much just regular hot dogs for the kids type of thing. You guys are Yeah, we kid- do have yeah, oh, yeah. hot dogs. We, we do like a grilled cheese, okay. you know, a couple of basic things that um, keep it simple. Yeah. And then, you know, we try and price things to be, Fair. Um, we don't have full service, so we don't have waiters, waitresses. We have food runners mm-hmm. and um, and bussers. So um, I want to make sure that gets reflected in our our food costs. Because da- if you go to downtown Saratoga, holy moly, you yeah. you yeah. pay through the nose for everything. <laughs> and uh, again, you know, keep in mind that we want to be a destination. We want to pull people away from downtown. Um, you know, we we need to be competitive with our for sure with our food costs and our beer costs. So. Yeah. And then when it comes to the venue itself, kids are bringing oh, your yeah. kids. Let's oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yes, yeah. yeah. We we get families. We get dogs. Yeah, we're well-behaved dogs. Always welcome. So yeah. dogs are allowed inside and just outside. Just, just yeah. on the yeah. patio. Unless yeah. it's like a service dog. Yeah. Okay. But we you know want the dogs on leashes. Yeah. The kids are the kids don't have to be on a leash. <laughs> well, I don't know. I question uh, that sometimes. Sometimes you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sometimes I'm sitting on a patio and they're just like, ah, put your kid on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I'm childless. Uh, the nice thing is, um, <laughs> so on the outside where you see that rope that goes around, yeah. uh, so it's a, like a, a retention pond. So it rains really heavily, that's where the water would go. And it, it rarely gets water in there. It has to rain a lot to yeah. get water in there. Yep. So it's kind of like it's, it attracts little kids. So they just run around in there, <laughs> and the parents love it. And, and uh, parent like, is it okay if my kid goes around? I'm like, 
I want you to Tiger King. <laughs> because if that kid's fine. running around there, yeah. they're not fucking people that are sitting on the patio. Or, exactly. Or the terrace. Is <laughs> yeah, in Quebec, yeah. they're called a terrace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> With our Frenchy, uh, our, our classic Quebecois culture. And, yeah. And bilingualism and all that stuff in Montreal. So. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's get to the third beer here. Yeah. So that is, yeah, GSL Juice. Okay. So GSL stands for Great Sakandaga Lake. Um, it's a big, popular destination, Ooh. about a half an hour to the west of here. Um, there's some restaurant. Uh, there's a restaurant group all owned by one family that they wanted something light, crushable, citrusy for people that are outside on a boat or on the beach or whatever. So it's just six six point one percent light, easy to drink. It's actually it's our number one selling beer locally. Yeah, the, the New England style is so popular and. North North America in general right now. Yeah. So is it real popular in, in Quebec as well? Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. quite a few guys pumping out New England's All right. one after another after another. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, one place we go to literally just calls it three hops this time. One, two, three, four, five, six, and each one is just three different hops. He does. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He had like the three hops this time, eleven, and they're all African hops, and twelve was all nice. New Zealand hops. And huh. I'm like, dude, stop! I can't afford all this. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, toast. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, dangerously crushable. Yeah. And one thing I, uh, I always... Uh, pineapple mango? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I always joke that all of our IPAs drink down a weight class. So, Ooh. you know, it's 6%, but you you don't taste any of that. Yeah. So there. That's that's a very dangerous part about very tasty New England-style beers is you're like, oh, they're so light and crushable, and oh, my God, they're 6 7 8%, and oh, now no. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, you guys also have a mug club. Uh, yes. What made you decide that, and what are the benefits to it? So the Mug Club, uh, in our old location, we had something called the Tiku Society. So the Tiku glasses, the tools mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, it kind of evolved from that. We want our regulars to have something that just just delivers more than... Uh, we just want to out-deliver, basically. So they get uh, most of their beers in like a big, tall mug... Um, high ABV stuff, you know, you're not getting the 22 yeah. ounces of 10 percenters or anything. Uh, they get a mug to take home, you get a t-shirt, they get uh, discounts on, on beer, on beer to go. Uh, we throw an annual party or, uh, you know, they can bring a guest and we just hang out with them so they can kind of just mingle with us. And uh, we have it capped to 100 people because obviously we're giving away more than, than, <laughs> than we're charging for it. So, uh, yeah. but that's that's what we're all about is we want to really... Like Kurt was saying, we want to kind of over-deliver on everything we possibly can and bring as good of a value to the people that are coming in and making us their, their go-to spot. It shows loyalty of those customers. And I'm sure they're going to other breweries on top of that. But, sure. Yeah. You know, this is their, their home, in a sense. It's, yeah. it's yeah. Their, their tap room. So. Yeah. yeah, and they really, I mean, there's a lot of them. I would say most of our Mug Club members, they, they really kind of feel like family because they come in, we hang out with them, you know, Friday afternoon, we're done, so we're... Kind of transition into just being patrons and hanging out and having a good time with everybody. With kind of the festivals being back up in full run, are you guys attending realistically what you can? We've we're more selective now. Okay. Um, you know, when we were newer, we would go to any festival. Yeah, every and uh, you know, there it's, there's seems like there's some festivals that want you to come and just give your beer away. And uh, yeah, we've gotten to the point now where you know, we don't need to do that. Okay. Um, you know, it's like 
Like, I don't get anything for free. Like, I don't have National Grid be like, hey, that's our, our uh, electrical, electric and gas provider. Be like, oh, you know, you, you don't have to pay this month's bill. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't have anyone doing that. Yeah. None of my suppliers like, you know what? Just th <laughs> today we're not charging anything. And that's like, you know, as reality is we can't afford to do that. But um, we just go, we go to spots where they value the brewery enough where they'll at least, you know, they don't have to pay me retail price. Uh, but that I'm not walking away for free, okay. like the whole re, you know, and like they're 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 charging fifty bucks, seventy five bucks for a ticket, and yeah, and I'm not getting anything. I'm like, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but uh, we we do like going out. You meet some new people always, yeah. so we do like doing like festivals. Kind of speaking of new people, I mean, I discovered you guys online uh, because of let's do the next beer uh, because of the Warheads. Yes, uh, I discovered. Through Untapped, ironically enough, hey, there's these Warhead beers. I'm like, I must try them. Uh, let's. What's the Warheads I'm trying here? That's the Blue Raspberry. Okay. It smells like Blue Raspberry. What's the percentage on this? I can't remember. 5%. 5, okay. Five on the dot. Now, how did that come about working with the Warheads candy manufacturing? Um, like, like a lot of things, it's kind of happenstance and accidents. <laughs> um, we had tried, well... We first started working with Warheads, uh, making a barrel-aged sour, and I just wanted the black cherry Warheads, so I reached out to the to the Warheads folks, and it was uh, the marketing person that helped me out there. Her name was Jenny, and um, so she was able to send me just black cherry, and uh, we did this release. We did it at the um, at the Extreme Beer Fest, um, okay. the first year that we attended. Um, so then, uh, fast forward, and we're uh, about a half a year, and we were trying to make a, a cherry sour with a tart cherry um, puree. And uh, what we learned is that that puree, it's very light flavored. And um, so I, w I was buying more of the puree, and at the same time, like, well, just in case I need to get more flavor, I found a cherry extract. So I, um, we, we, when, the, when everything came in, we put in the puree, and then we're like, okay, that finally has enough flavor. We're fine with it. But I'm, I'm like, well, I got this extract. I might as well just play around with it. So I started dosing beers at different levels, and I was like, oh, my God. And so I gave it to my, my brewers at the time. I'm like, listen, you guys got to try this. What do you think? And I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> it's the Warheads. And I'm like, yeah, it's the Warheads, but think about this. You do a mixed four-pack. Blue raspberry, watermelon, yeah. black cherry, green apple, or lemon, whatever. I'm like, you, holy cow, people yeah. would line up for that. And sure enough, they did. Oh, so yeah. we had, I called up the Warheads people, and I asked them if we could, uh, we could license. So it's fully licensed, so okay. it's not. Um, yeah, so we've been licensed with them. So, you know, we, we pay for that. It's not free. Because yeah. we didn't know, like, we're like, oh, are they just stealing logo? Are they getting sued? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like you're naming yeah. a beer, you know, Bubba Fett, and then Disney's yeah, like, yeah. hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cease yeah. and desist, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you look on the can, you'll see yeah. that it mentions that it's a licensed product. That's awesome. Well, and yeah. it's something that we can bring up to people because they're like, how'd you get it to taste like Warheads? It's yeah. Like, well, we have a partnership. It tastes like Warheads because it's the flavoring they use. Yeah. It is, yeah. you know, it is their, their recipe. It's all of their flavors. Um, and that's why some people will be like, oh, do a different flavor Warheads. It's like, you don't get it. It's, it's, really, it's all their flavors. Yeah. So it's direct from them. 
Do you find that like with social media, the internet, and things like the craft, uh, the Capital Region Passport Trail, does that really help drive people to here? Beer geeks like myself who are just, yes. you know, in a sense trying to catch them all at each brewery? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yes, yeah. definitely. That's, that's a big, I feel that's a big thing, especially in the Capital Region I'm discovering is you guys really want each other to succeed. Yeah. yeah. So, that's awesome. That's the nice thing about this industry in general is that we want people drinking craft beer. Mm -hmm. Period. And so we want the craft business to, to flourish. We want people trying new styles and, you know, checking new places out. Because, you know, craft beer is, is at its heart, small local business. Mm -hmm. you, know, it, you know, all of the ones around here, all the craft breweries, you know, they're all, you're putting your money directly back into the community. That's what we want. We don't want money just, you know, being spent and then you know, <laughs> heading out into the ether. So that's what we're all about. Yeah. All boats float together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your uh, your warheads. I, yeah, I've heard them on like multiple other podcasts too. So mm -hmm. that's definitely there's a draw and the name appeal and everything. It's it's amazing yeah. what this beer can do to draw people. Yeah, yeah. and some people want it more sour, but you, you know you have to balance the. No, it's it has to be balanced so that you can have a pint. It's for for me, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people are like that's not sour at all. I'm like, gosh. Well, because I think they want to look like this guy with the yeah. Yeah. cheeks sunk in yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, we've oh. joked about you could do the um, uh, what's the name oh, of the acid? Oh, it's, malic, so it's malic, malic acid. acid. That's yeah. the yeah. white powder that do a yeah. malic yeah. acid rim. Uh, do it on a rim. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy then, it. There you go. Now you could have That'll your. That'll get you. That'll yeah, get, get you your sour level. Why not give it a try? I'm sure people. That'd be like basically a cocktail idea of yeah yeah here. Speaking of cocktails, I see you guys uh, have a bunch of local distilleries, yep. and so you make craft oh, yeah. cocktails, ciders. Yeah, just real you know really pretty basic program. Nothing nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah, we're not really set up to do a ton of cocktails, so um, just you know gin and tonics stuff like that, real easy for the yeah. for the non-beer drinker. Yeah, but we do yeah. support um, the the wines and the the booze that we're purchasing. They have tap rooms and so, or, or bars, and so mm -hmm. they buy our products. So it's you know, one hand washes the other. And are you guys under the New York Farm Brewery license? Yes, correct. Okay, so yeah. it's I think sixty percent. Everything has to. Well, we're be... a dual license, so okay. okay. So we have the regular um, uh, brewery license, and then mm -hmm. and then we have the the farm brewery license. So yeah, and it's sixty percent. And then Ben, you mentioned or... Warheads is available in twenty states yeah right. so our, our warheads we are distributed in 20 states plus dc um yeah we're on the west coast we're all up and down the east coast we're in the midwest you know we're kind of all over the place and we're always talking to new distributors yeah. and seeing if we can't get it into more hands just print something like come visit saratoga springs and come to our brewery. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean hey that, that's great too you know yeah. we, we like we get a lot of people especially this time of year in saratoga because it's yeah. a huge tourism town because of the the saratoga racetrack yeah so we'll get people from all over the place saying oh i didn't know this was you yeah so well that's back uh oh yeah well the, yeah the parks are beautiful here too so i mean i i went for like i said for disc golfing and it's like oh it's so big and expensive and but unfortunately nature tries to kill me so pop a couple of antihistamines before i go <laughs> disc golfing yeah, yeah i hear so, that yeah uh earlier on you mentioned live music but you guys also do axe throwing why bring an axe throwing it's it's a new business, okay. um, so they're just trying to generate. Uh, they're, they're trying to see if they could do something, you know, at a brewery um, during the week. 
-hmm. So it's it's very much in the experimental phase right now. I think we've been doing it now for a couple of weeks. So yeah, a couple of weeks. Um, and that the hope is to have an axe throwing league on Thursdays. Because right now we have Tuesday is is you know, Tuesday's quieter day typically. Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday we have trivia. Thursday would be where we didn't have anything. We'd have axe throwing. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we do live music. Okay. Yep. So that was uh, thought is, you know, can we do an axe throwing league? Mm -hmm. And it's just a mobile, you know, mobile unit. They, they pull it into our backyard. Metal cage. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's right at the back. It has two lanes. Yeah. yeah, so yep. two lanes on it. That's cool. Um, so that's just an experiment, as, as we always do, trying new things yeah. and, and seeing what happens. I mean, with the popularity of things like axling, cornhole, um, disc golf, like I'm sure you guys are going to be involved with the local community. I guess oh, yeah. if maybe there's a tournament, let's say it's Saratoga for disc golf. It's yeah, yeah, let's yep. let's get involved with that. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually we did a charity cornhole tournament oh, uh, nice. in May okay. to to benefit Saratoga Plan, which is a, an organization that works with a lot of you know trail management and stuff like that you know with the hiking trail right here so that was uh really popular and we'll mm -hmm. we'll definitely be doing another one because yeah. it was a lot of fun because i think the one at the uh, saratoga main park is actually a championship course too oh, for, wow. for disc golf so okay yeah huh. yeah I've, I, it was the perfect pandemic sport i didn't have to be around people so yeah. outside yeah. Just, social distance <laughs> there you go check the discs <laughs> amazing very unique art in this place what what made you guys decide to have that quite unique uh, we we had an uh, interior decorator okay. that helped us. Yeah, local. Yeah, so you know, they, they she helped us pick out the lighting um, in our in our our larger space, the uh, event Ooh. space. Uh, there's a a half barrel that's cut open and it's got the Belgian bottles hanging down with light bulbs in them. So that was made uh, by one of my neighbors, mm -hmm. a friend of mine. Yep. Um, he's he's a really good craftsman. So that was homemade by us. Um, but for the most part, we just what whatever the interior decorator told us to do is, <laughs> and and there's some things I put my foot down on. She wanted me to paint the outside of the building black, and I'm like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> it looks like you guys get. We're not doing here, that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we like the Alamo vibe. That yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but mostly, like the, all the copper stuff on the wall mm -hmm. there, totally not me, but. <laughs> It's what my interior decorator said, you need to do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, I've gotten to a point now where I ignore it. <laughs> Just throw but, money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, but yeah, so I mean, I, I think 95% like of what she suggested, I really like a lot. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, and the one cool thing is this whole facade of the bar and yeah. covering the, the cooler is actually wood from a, a like 150 year old barn. Okay. So it's all, so it's all reclaimed heavily cleaned <laughs> yeah barnwood yeah. so yeah it's definitely stuff so kind of gives it a local that's truly handmade you know? mm -hmm. and the the table the top yeah, too yeah, that's, countertop, yeah. that's a yeah. yeah there's a local uh, granite mar marble work um, very cool not too not too far from here and they had yeah. they did that for us yeah I'm i mean it sounds as much as humanly possible you work with local and that's the important yes. part oh, yes yeah. i Always. even saw the community board on the side yeah and then there's pieces of art are the pieces of art for sale yeah or? so that the art that's um in our event space so that's that's uh from the the lady oh. that does this artwork yeah she does okay. a lot of our cool can artwork yeah so her her handle is at violet at violet underscore rose violet underscore rose underscore art i yeah. believe we'll we'll find it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah so she, she does. She does um, our fruited sours, and and we have her starting to do more and more artwork because it kind of just makes a makes a nice yeah nice touch. Looks pretty, and plus sporting local. Sporting artists. local, absolutely. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's you know if I had the money I would support local artists more, but unfortunately most of my money goes into beer. Yeah. That's not. That's a you're supporting yeah. local okay. artists, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Brewers, the local yeah. artists. Why not? That's true. Uh, so what's the future for Artisanal Brewworks uh, in the state of New York and beyond? Uh, yeah, right now we're trying to build up the restaurant business here locally um, and get enough business to where there's a, a middle part of the, biz, the building here that's um, right now it's just storage and we want to have a big restaurant there. So yep. the goal is to, you know, I need to get busy enough to where I could go to the bank and say, listen, I'm out of space. I need, I need to expand. Yeah. But we're not quite there yet, so that's that. That's the thing that rides my brain the most. And then obviously, we always want to um, keep on getting uh, getting our warheads into more states. Mm -hmm. If you guys yeah. could come to Canada, that'd be awesome. We tried. <laughs> we we have we tried. tried. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of logistics. Yeah, I know. Import regulations are. Yeah, it's import regulations and old uh, boot, uh, old prohibition laws on both ends that still like, yeah. stop us from going back and forth. So. I, I would have to, you know, when I ran the numbers. We're going to have to sell it at a loss. Yeah, no. To have it be sold at the same price as what you know, what you what you pay here, I, hey, that just doesn't make any sense. I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need somebody like me as prime minister. I mean, it'd be terrible for Canada, except <laughs> yeah, for beer yeah. and uh, local other alcohol. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I'd just be known as the alcoholic prime minister. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and Ben, where do you see your future with with artisanal in, in the um, next few years? I mean, just hopefully, just keep we keep growing. I'm uh, I help them, you know. We're canvassing new distributors and always opening up, you know, new accounts locally. Our our running joke is that our our boss is the brewery. So whatever the brewery needs to continue to grow and expand, that's you know that's what we'll do, and that's mm -hmm. uh, you know that's what I'll continue to do. And any way I can help out and you know get the delicious liquids into people's hands. That's my that's my future projection. Amazing. Yeah. Well, guys, both of you, Ben, Kurt, thank you yeah, very much you. for today. Thank really you. appreciate this. I'm yeah. glad you guys were willing to do this with us. For those who are looking for Artisanal Brew Works uh, in physical, online, where can people find you? Uh, so locally here in Saratoga, obviously our tap room. We're open Tuesday through Sunday, mm -hmm. 617 Maple Ave. Uh, we're about five minutes from downtown Saratoga. Uh, local beverage centers, bars. And then, yeah, check our website. Uh, we're in 20 states plus D.C. with hopefully even future expansion. But uh, we keep uh, pushing out there. If uh, you're in a state where you can't get it, ask for it by name and put some pressure on them. And we'll hopefully uh, keep expanding. And if you're a country like Canada, <laughs> we'd love to be there. But we can't sell our beer at a loss. No. We actually have to make money. No, that would be silly. Yeah. Um, the goal. And, and your online handles. Uh, so Artisanal Brew on Facebook and Instagram, and then our website is easy. It's just abw.beer. That's awesome. No.com, yeah. just yeah. .beer. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and hit the notification bell for all future episodes. As for us, all of this will be in the show notes. Allbeerinside.com is the website. At Allbeerinside on all social media. As I said at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. <laughs>